Peace be with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. The message for this day comes to us from that gospel text just read from St. Mark, the first chapter, as well as the message through the prophet Isaiah, chapter 40. Please be seated. Go ahead and open up your worship bulletins to that Old Testament reading. A couple of verses there highlighted in blue. That's our congregational memory passage for this week as we're going through this year of 2018. We're selecting a portion of each of our readings uh, each weekend. So I invite you to take this home with you following the service. Read through that. Commit that to memory in your household. But before you do that, I would like us to read that highlighted passage together. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. It is winter. It is cold. Some days more than others. How many of you saw some snow this morning as you were coming in? Okay. So the time is upon us. And there's a particularly nasty flu virus that has been making the rounds. How many of you have been affected by that at all in your households? We've had services between last night and this morning. There's been some remarkably low numbers there. That's fantastic. But even if that has not hit your household, chances are you've been struck with a cold or some other bug, maybe some other illness or condition which has afflicted you in these days, giving you grief. Getting sick is no fun. Having an illness wrecks your, wrecks your routine. It might even change your life. And when those conditions stick around or come back and again, again, like a yo-yo, well, that can really beat you down. But we're Christians, right? We can go to God in prayer, bringing our concerns to him. And we do. But... What do we do when the sickness stays or when the condition is not cured? Keep praying? You might very well start to wonder if all that praying is doing. Has God forgotten me? Has God forgotten them? Has God forgotten us? Has he? We've been reading through Mark's gospel account each week in worship. If you join with us on Wednesdays at 12.15, we even have a Facebook live stream now that we go through a chapter or two of Mark's gospel at a time. And if you can't do it live, you can come and take a look at that online later. But as we do this, as we go through Mark's gospel already here in the first chapter, we have seen that Jesus is a man of action. Today he goes to Simon Peter's house. It's the Sabbath. That same Sabbath day we heard about last weekend as Jesus came to the synagogue proclaiming the gospel, teaching the people, even casting out a demon from a man who was there. So when Jesus gets to the house, Simon and his brother Andrew come to Jesus relaying the news about Simon's mother-in-law. She's burning up with a fever. They're sick, especially in those days when they did not have the medicine or other medical advances that were available to us. What does Jesus do? He goes right to her. He grasps her by the hand and lifts her up. Jesus doesn't get ill. 
Rather, the illness gets jesus It's kicked out. She's made well, so well that she gets up and welcomes in her guests. She gives them the gift of hospitality. And after sundown falls and the Sabbath restrictions have lifted, the whole city comes to Jesus. He heals the sick. He casts out demons. The man of action is at work. So why doesn't he stay there in Capernaum? Why doesn't Jesus heal everyone? How many people, even more amazing acts that will follow? Hundreds? Thousands at the least. But what did any of those mighty works ultimately do for Jesus and his ministry? The crowds that came to see Jesus, who he fed, they'd grow hungry again. The storms that he calmed, they would come back at some point in the future. The people that Jesus healed would still eventually die. And almost everyone who witnessed these miracles and all those many others that he did would abandon Jesus at the end as he was betrayed, as he was handed over to be put to death on the cross. Jesus always had the bigger picture in mind. The Son of God didn't come into our world simply to heal the sick, to cast out demons, or to do any of those other amazing acts that Mark reports in his gospel. When in the next day, that morning that follows, their eyes are on the needs and the people in front of them. But God came to be with us in order to bring healing for all people. As God's people in Christ, you and I are waiting for healing, ultimate healing. Jesus' healing work during his ministry was a precursor. It was a sneak preview of the victory that he would come to bring into our world, his victory over sin and death. Are you sick? Are you dying? In some way, we all are. Sometimes the pain, and even if you do experience physical recovery, you'll still go the way of all flesh as princes and rulers and athletes and celebrities have done for time immemorial. God sent his son to attack the problem of death head on, to take your place in it and to give you resurrection. Because of Jesus, you can look ahead to resurrection and restored relationship with God and with the world around you. On the day when Christ comes again, you will be made whole. Your body and your soul will be reunited in the way they are meant to be, free from bondage to sin and illness and death. And in this time in between, we wait. From the sound of it in today's reading from the prophet Isaiah, they, they despondently wondered what his promises were worth. My way is hidden from the Lord and my right is disregarded by my God, they said. They were far away from their homeland. They were surrounded by a foreign nation. And in their exile, they had fallen in 
with the practices of the people around him. They chased after those idols and false gods. They even worshipped the gods of the stars in the heavens above them. Certainly didn't seem like the Lord was doing anything to help him. It's as if they're asking, has God forgotten me? God's answer, he has not. Here in Isaiah 40, we hear God announce that he remembers his people. The God who created and knows by name all the stars of the sky, as we hear in the psalm this day, as well as this message through Isaiah, each of those thousands upon thousands of stars that the people saw running across the canvas of the night sky, he remembers each and every one of them. And what's more, what's better, is that he remembers each and every one of his children. Through Isaiah, God calls his people to wait upon him. Even youth shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Waiting on the Lord is not ordinary waiting. It's not the same standing in the crowded supermarket checkout in the hours before the Super Bowl like I will be doing in a short while. (laughs) Waiting in the Lord is waiting in hope. The Hebrew word that we read as wait comes from the same root as the word for hope. Because of God's faithfulness, You can wait. You can look ahead in hope, in expectation of what is waiting for you in the future. Called by faith, you have the assurance that the ultimate healing that Jesus brings is coming your way too. Waiting might go on forever. Has God forgotten me? Has God forgotten them? Has God forgotten us? He hasn't nor has he abandoned you. Jesus has promised to be with you to the very end of time. He has promised to hear you whenever you come to him in prayer. You can go to him in persistent prayer, waiting confidently for the strength that you need to follow him, strength which he will give you. Look at how Jesus prayed. He rose early that morning after the Sabbath, departing before the busyness of the cities to pray. He knew the importance of being in conversation with his Father and our Father, so as to keep his focus on the bigger picture and the real purpose of his earthly ministry. When Simon Peter and those others came looking for him, what did he tell them? It's time to move out. It's time to get going, to deliver this good news of God's rescue to the world. And you know what? You get to do that too. This weekend might mark the close of our epiphany season being SJLC, serving Jesus, living in community emphasis. But the life together that we have in Christ never ends called by faith, have hope that doesn't depend on our own strength or our own abilities. It doesn't even depend on our own faithfulness. 
It depends on Jesus. Isaiah points us to the image of waiters on the Lord being hoisted up with wings like eagles, the mightiest bird in the sky. Now somebody at last night's service asked me if this was some divine pronouncement on today's Super Bowl game. I didn't pick this reading. But the wings of the eagle are the great wings that God would lift his people up with, giving the strength that is needed, the perseverance that is needed to accomplish the work that he puts before us. God does not forget his children. That's hope that someone else needs just as much as you do. Wait on the Lord with them. As you see, as you came in this morning by our display screen, there is a sign-up board for the missional communities that we are forming around here. People who are waiting on the Lord, praying with them, sharing how God is at work in the world around us, and supporting each other in being about the mission of God, delivering that reconciliation with the world around us, with our neighbors, I invite you to learn more about that. If you'd like to know more, Jan Swikert is here this morning. Jan, if you could hold up your hands, you can talk to Jan. She can tell you more about that. But these opportunities to come together are there for each other. Called by faith, you and I get to live out our identity as God's people in Christ by being SJLC, serving Jesus, living in community, in his reign, in our words, in our actions, in our presence. Spend time with those who are waiting in need, wondering if God has forgotten me, them, us. Pray for them persistently. And even better, pray with them. Called by faith, we wait for the Lord in hope. He remembers his people. He remembers you. Amen.